What's up, everybody? Just want to let you know that By the Hood is powered by MDC Strategy. So Corey and I have partnered with several other educators and investors to create MDC Strategy. Just want to let you know this is not a get-rich-quick scheme or fake internet guru selling you dreams of wealth. This is a community of educators and investors who believe in the power of community and shared ideas. We share information about real estate, long-term stock investing, precious metals, options trading, cryptocurrency, and much, much more. To get more information, go to mdcstrategy.com. What's up, people? Welcome to this episode of the Buy the Hood podcast or webcast, because I don't know how you're consuming this content. I'm your host as always. My name is Jimmy. Every show we start off is with gratitude, man. Thank you to everybody who supports us, all of our new shows, especially all the supporters of the Stacks Tat to Die Trying as Fire. All of our members of our private MDC group, as well as By the Hood University and the youth from the By the Hood Ownership Camp. Camp is coming up this summer, by the way. 10th camp, our 10th camp. Corey, what's up, bro? My brother Corey said, what's up, man? Man, I'm living, so I can't complain, man. Life is good to me. You know what I mean? Like, I, I get up every day. I get to do whatever I want to do. So I can't complain yeah. about really about too much. Like that's that's what it is, man. Listen, man. Um, our podcast this is our Wednesday podcast. You know, it's about black wealth and personal finance. That's what we talk about. Um, you know, for those that look at our catalog of content, you know, we used to be heavily focused on guests. Um, and we kind of backed away from that for various reasons. But I have been vetting some guests. Yeah, I'm I'm telling you now, when I vet guests, I'm like, yo, you guys submit statements, and it, and it's not that platform is one of the bigger platforms. It's just that, um. You know, I feel responsible. We bring somebody in front of you that they are who they say they are. So with that being said, I do got some folks that um, will be coming on soon, but we're going to continue to have these conversations about black wealth and personal finance because uh, these are important conversations, man. Our last show, our last show did crazy numbers, audio and on um, the video. And, you know, our YouTube channel, we're still trying to build that out, but it did, it did good numbers, man. A lot of folks really enjoyed our last show. And we talked about the, uh, the, the racial wealth gap and, um, Someone, someone left a comment on there, which I'm still in their bars, by the way. So we got to stop calling a racial wealth gap because gaps get filled and this ain't never getting filled. I said, ooh. I told them in the comments, I said, yeah, this is good as stolen. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to use this in the speech that I give somewhere. Like, <laughs> I, got, I, got, I got like, in the next couple months, I got like four speeches. Uh, that that joke is good gone. as gold. That bar is mine. That like, you know, me. I'm going to shout you out, though. I'm, I'm, I'm going to shout you out. I'm, I'm going to figure out what your name is. I'm going to shout you out. But yeah, that's 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 our bar now. So <laughs> deep mode. That's our that, bar. That bar stay it just it stay. You know what I mean, it'll stay with me. But it's our bar now. <laughs> Yo, that's crazy, man. It's like your, uh, it's like your Friday. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Stay Man, but how you doing, bro? How you how you doing otherwise, man? Before we get into it, this one, you know, man, dude, listen, man. You? Again, man, when you living and you. You just out here just doing life, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like I ain't I ain't even doing nothing crazy. Like I don't got no you, just, you spend your days hanging with your kid, and I think that's dope. Like that that's that's what life is about, man. You know, we men of a certain age, man. So sometimes like staying out the way is enjoyable, man. It really is. Like, you know, I mean at, at certain points you get tired of playing with a two-year-old all day and you know, like <laughs> in a five-year-old, but you know what I mean? Sick boy, he just turned six. But guess what? When they get older, they're gonna say, Yo, like my dad was literally with me. Like, you know what I mean? Like, so yeah, 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 yeah. I just, you know. 
it's just, I hang with I hang with my young boys all day. Like I don't do nothing. And, and you know what? And, and you know, watch this transition, right? So so we talk about family, right? And we talk about us growing or whatever. And our topic for today's show, um, it's not one of the sexier topics. It's not about like specific, you know, buy this or buy that. Like, but I think it's a conversation we have to have. And that conversation is about like maintaining the wealth that we do build. Whatever little bit of wealth that is, how do we get it? And how do we avoid getting scammed, right? So the data shows that more of us out here are getting scammed for the capital we do have. And I think it's important to have this conversation because we have to start um, talking about protecting our elders and people in our community because um, scams are on the rise, specifically like, you know, digital scams, right? Everywhere. Yeah. So I got this article. And for those listening to this, I will put the article in the show notes as well as the description. Um, But I'm going to read an article, right, which is going to set the table for the conversation we're going to have. And this is from Market Watch, right? It's, the title of this article is How Not to Get Scammed Like the Financial Advice Writer Who Lost $50,000 to Fraudsters. There are a million things I wish I had done differently. Is her quote, right? And this is the article by Vanessa Wong. And it's about a columnist named uh, Charlotte Cowles um, who got scammed out of $50,000, right? She Damn. writes for the New York Magazine. And she writes about financial advice of all things, right? So let me read a little bit from the article. It says, a financial advice writer is drawing intense criticism and sympathy after revealing that she was scammed into putting $50,000 in cash in a shoebox and giving it to a stranger. But her story is far from unusual and falling for such scams is increasingly common. So she's a columnist for the New York Magazines. And she was a victim of identity theft. And um, she believed, right? So she was tricked into believing that she was a victim of identity theft and under investigation for federal crimes and was pressured to withdraw cash for living expenses before her bank account would allegedly be frozen. So she spent several hours on the phone and she was transferred by a fraudster claiming to be from Amazon to one claiming to be from the Federal Trade Commission to one claiming to be from the CIA. First off, before, before I finish reading more, I get... Amazon calls all the time. This is on your Amazon account. Like I just bang. So that's insane. But let me, you know, give it one more article. She recounted her um story in an article that highlighted how even a well-informed, maddeningly rational person can get caught up in a panic that gets stirred up by con artists. She got roasted on X Twitter, um, specifically because people were saying, yo, you a finance writer. So to the point where she deleted her account. Um, but experts say rather than criticizing the victim, the public could take away some important lessons from her story. And she says that for every person who's called me an idiot in public, there's been another one emailing me in private to say that that happened to her, happened to them as well. So a little data to go with it. Last year, American consumers reported losing more than $10 billion to fraud. And according to the latest numbers from the FTC, up 14% from the previous year. A significant share of $2.7 billion was lost to imposter scams like the one she got caught up in. Um, so to give a couple of tips about how to avoid this, I'll just read the tips and I can go deep into them. One says just get off the phone when they call. Verify the identity of the caller. Um, maintain zero trust. Don't trust nobody. And that's the, you know, the, the pieces of advice they give, man. So think about this, bro. She's a, for the New York Magazine. She writes about finance and they... You know, they line her up for 50 bands. And I think the reason I think this is an important conversation, core is because I worry about this with, like, you know, other older people in my family because, you know, they're more trusting. 
Um, yeah, somebody and, tried to get my mind with this scam, right? Because what they did was they, 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 um, what's the name to her computer? They, they mirrored her computer. And what they did is, um, her banking information was on there. And, but wow. they didn't, the thing that wasn't on there was her 2FA passcode. Gotcha. But what they did was, is that they showed with the, on the screen, they just took the numbers and zeroed them out. Mm. So they didn't they didn't actually zero out the count. Mm -hmm. But on the screen, it showed zeros. It looked like they zeroed them out. They looked like they zeroed it out. And I was like, damn, they just wiped her whole account. So it's interesting because, like, um, you know, it's a cat and mouse game as it pertains to like uh criminals and, and, and people trying to protect themselves from criminals. Um and it's also like a little little side note about this whole topic is the reason why cybersecurity is what it is now, man. Get your kids into cybersecurity. Um, that's a sidebar. But specific to this topic, though, I think um, we have to make sure that we're having these conversations with people in our family, the youngsters as well as the people above us. Right. So a lot of times, you know, people say, well, you got to start having the conversations about what happens when someone dies and they get life insurance. And you got to do this. I'm like, yo, we got to have conversations about how to protect what we have while we're here. Could you imagine saving up 50 bands in the savings account? Could you imagine saving up 50 bands and it just be like like this? And the way they got her, I don't know what her remedy is because she took it out in cash and then gave it to them. It's not like they went to her bank account where she can claim, you know what I mean? That's out of there. So (laughs) I don't know. I don't know, like, legally. and I'm not an attorney. You know, I do uh, play one on TV. But anyway, so I'm saying, like, I don't know um, what her remedy is that way. but. That sounds like um, SOL, and I ain't talking about a crypto. No, not at all. You ain't talking about no Solana, bro. Nah, no, no Solana. Is, she got manhandled. Damn, in cash? Yeah, man. So I guess the question I have for everybody watching, like, um, are these conversations that you're having, amongst all the other ones, right? So we're talking about how to save, how to stay out of debt, you know, all these things. Um, and I guess it can become overwhelming at times, right? I was, I was reading uh, J.L. Collins' new book um, called Pathfinders. And J.L. Collins is, the, for those who know, is the guy who's a fire writer, um, part of the fire community. Um, and his newest book is about people that follow his approach. And what I found interesting about that book is, and his approach, by the way, for those who don't know who J.L. Collins is or what I'm talking about, is to just buy low-cost index funds. Don't even look at the market. And that's, you know, be very simple. His is like, you know, his first book is called The Simple Path to, uh, what's the simple path to Wealth. Um, his whole thing is about keeping it simple. And the second book is interviewing people that have used his strategies and have had success. So they become millionaires, retired, blah, blah, blah. But one of the um, overarching themes that I found in a book, listening to people who have success is, Yo, we're professionals on other stuff. We don't have time for all this finance stuff. We don't have time to be in the weeds looking at charts. We don't have time to be looking up the latest strategy, the, the budget to pay off that. We need to keep things simple. And that's how most people operate, right? Sometimes, you know, Corey and I, we're in circles where people are like, you know, running algorithms and they got 17 Excel spreadsheets. That ain't the average person though, right? So when you talk about all these things people have to worry about, this is something that falls through the cracks probably a lot of times. It's protecting what you have and how not to get scammed out of what you have. So I'm asking you this question, Core. I'm asking the audience, but I'm asking you because I'm talking to you. Mm-hmm. 
what are things that you do, not just for yourself, but your wife, your kids, your your mother, like your family, to protect them from being scammed? What advice do you give them? What do you do? Well, well the border tried to scam my mom. I just I, I just kept them on the on the line. I just I just called the bank. And I just used her Mac card, or I'm old, but her. her yeah, you said Mac card. First of all, you old and you from Philly. Yeah, so I used her debit card. I just looked at the number on the back, called the number on the back, and they was like, "This amount is in her account." I was like, "Okay, so this is a scam." Mm-hmm. Um, so that one was an easy one to get out of. But um, with, what I tell my family is, you don't give them no personal information over the phone, right? No personal information. So even if you know who they is from, if you if you call into somewhere, then you can give them personal information, but you never give any personal information to anyone who calls you. So that's so uh, you know what I mean? Like, cause if you're calling them, you got some reason to be calling in, you know what I mean? No, and so if you want to give your personal information on that, you go in. But that's I never true. give my personal information to nobody that calls me. Yo, I'm so like paranoid about like um being uh, taken to the cleaners for lack of a better term that way that I'm in the process of dealing with a mortgage company now, right? And even when they call me, I'll be like, yo, I'm gonna call you right back. <laughs> I know it's I know it's them, I know their voice because we've been dealing with each other for a little while, but I'm like, yo, I'm gonna call you back. Um, so anytime I get any call like that, like certain certain stuff, like even like with our business account, like certain times they'll call with a you know a charge with something, like just to verify. But when they call. I don't even take that call. Like the fraud alert, I hang up and then call the bank. And they're like, oh, that was us. All right, cool. Yeah. You know I, I mean? always call to verify, right? Because yeah, I, I don't. Yeah, if I can't call you, then you automatically out of there. You know what yeah. I mean? Like you automatically out of there. I don't got to deal with you. Yeah. Like, I got stuff all over the place. But yeah, it's if I call you, if I call you, and first of all, I don't, if you got a foreign speaking person on the joint, I'm out, right? And that, and that might sound crazy, but I'm not doing it. So get get somebody that under that's from here, and that person might be from here. But if you got a heavy, thick foreign accent, you 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 getting banged on immediately. Like yeah. you bet not. If you want something from me, you can't send no. You can't get a butt dollar from from the Philippines or somebody from, you know what I mean, like or, or, or Uzbekistan somewhere. You can't do that to me because if somebody with a with a heavy foreign accent called me, that's an auto bang. Like you're getting banged on. Yo, and, so so here's then, the other part about this, right? Go ahead, you can finish. You can finish your saying. No, what I'm saying is like like I don't answer no emails. Like if you send me an email like that. I don't respond to the email. I call a number on the John, and then if I don't like what I hear, I just hey, I'm like put it on my credit report. If it's, then if it go on my credit report, I'll deal with it from there. Like so, my credit gets banged up. Like for real. Like I tell people all the time. Like look, I mean, I don't know who you are and where you from. So if you don't, you're not getting nothing from me. So go ahead and stick it on my credit report. If it's there. If I say it on my credit report, then I'll deal with it from there. Mm-hmm. But I'm not dealing with it. You're not going to ever call me and get any money. So yeah. you might as well give up. So here's the other thing, right? And one of the things that uh, you know, I'm like telling my family about is be careful with the text joints. Because now they'll just text you with a link or email you with a link. And you click on that link. And next thing you know, your whole life is gone. 
I've seen people get there. I don't know how the, 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 the criminals on it, but they're like so advanced. They'll send you a link. I've seen people um, who come to me after it happens who's gotten their crypto wallets drained just because they clicked on a link in an email. You know what I mean? Like someone will like send them an email and they think it's legit and click on a link. That's the other thing. When people send you emails, you don't know who they are. Look at who they send it to. A lot of them scamsters, they be sending it to like 600 people at one time. Like, come on, man, stop. Like, <clears throat> I guess, and this is another thing about being a Bitcoiner, and this is not our Bitcoin show, but it's one thing I learned to Bitcoin is like, trust no one. Like, don't trust verify. That's a, one of the running motifs in Bitcoin is do not trust verify. And that same thing applies to what we're talking about. But be careful with the text messages, the emails. And I guess my over uh, my theme for this show is, you know, the youngsters and the old heads, like the folks that are elders and our kids make sure because some of these kids, man, just clicking on links, just clicking on links. All the time, like if anybody call you and ask you for money, just tell them, no, I don't know who you are. And to, to um, you know, bill me. Bro, it's so bad now that I don't even answer my phone unless you're in my phone book. You know what I'm saying? Like, if you're not in my phone, if I don't have your name on my phone, why am I answering your call? Yeah. I, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Leave me a message. Yeah, like, and then, like, I know where I've been in the last 10 years, right? So mm-hmm. if I get a phone call from a state that I ain't been to, I'm not even answering that. Yeah. Yeah, like because so. I don't, I can't, I can't know you. I don't know who you are. Like you, if you're called, I haven't been to California in the last ten years. So <laughs> I've been to Cali. I just ain't been in the last ten years. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. You that's call that's, me that's Cali? That's off your credit report at the seven, right? At the seven, yeah, we like, got, what do you want? Get out of here, bro. Like <laughs> I ain't been to Cali in ten years. What do you want? Yeah, <laughs> like get out of here. Like go beat it. Like no, I don't know who you are. I'm not giving you any information. They be like, blah, 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 blah. This is so-and-so. Is this Corey King? I'm like, no. Who is this? You know what I mean? Like, no. Yeah. I don't know who I'm you not, if, you, if you're not in my phone, I'm not even answering the phone. So no, that's what it is. I mean, but, you know, my, my thing is because, you know, text me first. Like, let me send a smoke signal, do something, and then I'll hit you back. But, yeah, I'm so paranoid yeah. about that, man. Like, I just... I read these stories all the time, but this one was interesting because this was a finance writer, someone who teaches other people about finance. And my biggest takeaway is I was looking on Twitter and people was, they was cooking her to the point where she deleted her account. But my biggest takeaway was like, no one's really having these conversations because you also, like she wasn't lying because within the people cooking her, there was some people like, yeah, my aunt got taken, my grandma got taken, my great grandma. Yeah. I taken my nephew got taken. Someone sent him a video he thought was a regular TikTok. He didn't read it right, and they said like tick something else. He clicks on it. And they got all his information. Like it's crazy out here, and I be sitting there thinking like, yo, these 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 are scammers. They be like, you know, next level. Like if they just apply that to something else, <laughs> why would they though? Like if I, I get it, I get it. They probably fifteen thousand videos. Yo, I get I, I get the data, man. They need billions people, that shit. If five people click on it a day. And you bring no, out five people a day, like they, what's, they, the, what's, the number, what's the number we just read in that article, man? Last year it was in the billions. I know that they said it was in the billions. Uh, yeah, like ten point something billion. 2.7 just to just to the imposter scams, right? It was ten billion in fraud overall, but two point seven just to the imposter scams. So I mean, I mean, it's a lucrative business for them. But I'm just thinking about how advanced they are. Where folks yeah. just clicking on one link, and next thing you know, they're banking and, and uh, the wallets are. I was like, "Yo, 
anyway, man, with that being said, um, you know, folks, be careful out there. But the question I have is, um, what are some tips you have? Because maybe you have some things we didn't think about. What are the tips you have to protect not just yourself, like but I your family and your community? Don't give nobody no information that call you. You just can't give it to them. Mm -hmm. call, call, like you said, don't trust anyone. Verify yeah. who these people are. Listen, Google them. If they say they somebody, 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 and you can't Google them, what are, what are they doing? What are you doing? Yeah. Like, that's another thing I do. I Google, man, listen. What's your name again? You were from where? I Google mm -hmm. you in 30, 30 milliseconds. You was like, who are you again? And the funny thing is you do that, and the first thing that pops up is scam. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, damn, it took one Google search. But I guess what they're saying, I guess they're taking the chance that most people aren't going to do that. Yeah, like you, like, I'm going I'm to I'm be honest. I lost a lot of money in crypto on rug pools, but I've never been scammed in real life. Like, you can't scam me in real life, like, because I don't really deal with people I don't know. Like, yeah. I'm quick to tell somebody to throw something on my credit report. Go ahead. Be yeah. my guest. So, right. I guess my is not not for you, Corbin, for everybody else listening or watching. For those listening and watching, what are some tips that you may have? And also, are you doing anything, you know, um, to protect your family? Having conversations, are you doing things like um, purchasing those products where they, uh, you know, kind of put a lock on all your stuff so you can't do anything? Because that's another solution. Actually, life lock. Dog, no, like yeah, I had life lock for a minute, but it got to be annoying to me, dog. Where I couldn't even do stuff myself. <laughs> it had me really on lock. I'm like, yo. Like, I couldn't even. I couldn't Let even. Make myself, yeah, I, I had life lock too. That's it. I was. Yo, I traveled. I, I was. I was. Uh, I, I. I had life lock, and I had went from. Uh, I think I had went to uh, Jamaica, and I couldn't use my card because I forgot to call them and tell them I was traveling. Uh, they. They. They lock everybody out, including me. <laughs> like, we yeah, was I was like, damn. I was in Jamaica. I was in Jamaica. I had to keep calling people for money from Jamaica because I was locked out of my accounts. <laughs> I'm like, oh man, this is dumb. So no, I said that's the question. That's the that's the question of the week for everybody. Um, what are you doing to protect yourself, your family? Are you taking extreme measures like a life lock or something of that nature? And that is not an endorsement of them, by the way. Just you know, telling you our specific stories, our personal stories. Yeah. Mine, I was in Home Depot, um, trying to you know do something on credit, and they was like, no. So, and I was in the middle of a real estate project and I'm like, what the, f they had me all locked out. I went through this whole process, but anyway, but it, I guess the, the good part about it is the product worked. It worked yeah. too well. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> anyway um, yeah. not an endorsement though. I just want to know what are you do you guys doing? Leave us feedback, leave us some comments, please like, share, subscribe, do all the YouTube and stuff. Um, Friday, we're on Friday live, you know, Bitcoin giveaway this Friday. I'm at the, um, IBB events. I'm trying to figure out how we can make that work. Um, maybe cause I think the IBB event is over like seven 30. So maybe we get a little bit later or something. Cool. Yeah. We'll talk about it. But every Friday, generally every Friday we're on doing our giveaway. So maybe we'll do a little bit later show this week. But with that being said, um, everyone, listen, um, please stay safe out here. People are out here scamming. And as we go through these journeys of talking about wealth, um, being first generation wealth builders, some of us are second generation, not me, but some of us are. Um, we got to protect what we are building. You know what I mean? Like Samuel L. Jackson is always looking over yeah. your shoulder. Yeah. Yes. Samuel Dallenbear is out here. <laughs> <laughs> Samuel Rothstein, all the all the scamps. All the scamps is out here. Samuel is everywhere. Yeah, yeah. Pamela Anderson Lee. That's <laughs> 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 yes, right. All of them, all of them are out here. Just 
definitely be careful. With that being said, though, um, we appreciate all the support as always. Remember, Monday is Stacks Hats at Dot Trying. Wednesday is the Body Hood Podcast. Friday is our Friday Live. Um, and follow us on all socials at By the Hood, man. But as we always say, it's not about how much money you make. It's about how much you keep. Game elevates, and we'll see you guys on our next episode. Peace. Yeah.